welcome back. I hope you're all recovered from this year's Black Friday celebration. I'll explain the origins of that, and then tell you how we celebrated this year. Before that, I want to talk about something closely, closely related, and that's violence. It seems that the underground plans to get a lot bloodier than I would have imagined from a group of hippies. Here's a discussion I had with the pair about their tactics. I don't think we need to use violence. We do. They are violent. They have a civil guard. What if the civil guard didn't attack? They will attack. They are an army. That's what armies do. They aren't an army. They're just a lot of frightened, ordinary people with guns. That's what an army is. Well, I mean, these have never fought before. Nobody knows how it'll go. Think about World War One. Those, so- those soldiers refused to shoot at first. And when they did shoot, they were almost trying not to hit their targets. Our country wasn't in World War One. So what? So I have no idea if what you're saying is true. You can check. Where? Listen, that war was hundred years ago. You're talking about people who wrote poetry. Maybe they didn't like shooting, but I think millions of them managed to die by fight back. This isn't what I thought it would be. How did you think we would resist the authority? I don't know. I pictured street art or giant satirical puppets. If you're afraid, I can train you to shoot. Do you have to point a gun at me right now? It's not that I was potted at you. I'm just gesturing. You're gesturing it at me. Good, I was even holding it. Violence. It seems like the way to get things done. In fact, people think you can't do anything without it. I guess a cursory glance at history shows that it is pretty violent. But I think it's just the violent episodes that get written down. It's like there was never a news story about a birthday party Unless the family giving the party ended up killing each other over the last piece of cake or the last beer. But most birthday parties didn't end that way. I think history is pretty much the same. It's one mundane thing after another. Treaties, legislative acts, road building, building, building. It's kind of like a game I used to play that was called Civilization. But history is even more boring than that, because it took longer, and it involves people who are dead and can't possibly care how it turned out. Anyway, I think it was to save time that people focused on the violence, the wars, the genocides, the forced migrations. That's all we know about history, because that's all anybody could stand to listen to, or read about. After a few thousand years of just hearing about the blood and gore, 
people have started to assume that violence is just human nature. They don't seem to realize that in order to form countries to attack each other or to form states that can carry out an efficient genocide, most people have to be pretty nonviolent. They have to be more passive than chimpanzees. Chimps can barely hang out with each other unless they're related. Human beings, uh, well, used to live in whole cities where nobody knew anybody else. And for the most part, it worked. I was hoping people here in the underground would realize that. I think all they have to do is stir people out of their natural passivity and the authority will start to wither away. I was talking about that with a few people here. Greg seemed to agree with me. I asked him, since he's kind of famous for his blog, if he would consider blogging about it. He said he would if I could find a way to connect it with scratch and sniff stickers or the donuts. I have to think of a way to connect violence to donuts. Nothing's coming to me, but there is a connection between violence and last week's holiday, Black Friday. We all know about Black Friday, don't we? It's the one day of the year when we break into the old storage spaces, those of us who don't live in them, and we wrestle with each other over the stuff left inside and take our prizes to our loved ones. Then we all gather around a bonfire and burn it. We used to burn it before the rainy season started. Now around here we just dump it in a canal or one of the water streets. One question that always comes up is, why was there so much stuff in the storage spaces? That's hard to explain. Most of the stored stuff, it might have started out as gifts. I once went into a unit where everything was gift-wrapped. I assumed that that person had wrapped all this stuff to have gifts for every occasion, and that he or she just gave gifts whenever a normal person would have expressed gratitude or love with words. Most of the stuff in storage was probably there because, as I've said before, our stuff reminds us of who we are, or who we were. But this was stuff people would probably never see again. A lot of it seems to have been bought ironically. Last week I found at least half a dozen velvet paintings and porcelain clowns. It made me wonder if ironic objects mean as much. Do you ever go and sit with ironic stuff that you bought? Would someone hold their Hello Kitty lunchbox and remember their 20s? But most stuff wasn't ironic. Uh, people accumulated it because that's just what we did. In general, you do what everyone else does. You try not to as a teenager, but that just means you do what a few other teenagers are doing. As an adult, it gets harder to resist. It must have to do with hormones. Anyway, if all your friends start talking about grilling, you might go buy a grill. We used to have gas stoves and sous vide machines, which were the easiest and therefore best ways to prepare food, but every few summers, this mania for grilling would come around. Eating food wasn't enough. People had to have food that tasted like smoke, as well as food. Speaking of food that's supposed to be good, 
Black Friday grew out of a holiday called Thanksgiving. That's also hard to explain. It involved gorging on a bird called a turkey. I think there was supposed to be more to it, but there wasn't. It was my favorite holiday to mock, but I can only mock it in the style of Andy Rooney, who was the oldest man who ever appeared on television. I can't imitate his voice. Uh, a lot of other people used to. And he's long dead, but his cranky spirit wanders the earth, forever unable to open pill bottles or find a full can of coffee. I like to think that his old man ghost hovered over me and dictated the following. <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not going to do his voice. But this is definitely his style, as far as I remember it. Turkey is not that delicious. When I say this turkey is good, I mean it's good for turkey. As a meat, it's probably not even in the top ten. Here are some meats that are better than turkey. Ham, pork loin, pork chops, all pork, duck, lamb, all the steaks except flank, whatever goes in sausages, shrimp, and chicken. Turkey is better than most vegetables, but not better than brutes, like potatoes or carrots. We eat turkey, at most, twice a year, and that's not because it's a seasonal treat that needs to be doled out sparingly. There's always as much turkey as anyone could want, but no one wants it. Most of it gets pressed into slices to make the kind of sandwiches you eat to punish yourself for eating so much of what you actually like. The actual bird has to be fried or stuffed with other more delicious meats. I know we have to eat it. I've made turkey and forced others to eat it. I just don't know why we have to eat it. I don't think the Native Americans brought turkey to the first Thanksgiving. If they did, it was probably just a polite way of asking the colonists to leave. Okay, I added a few laughs to that because Andy Rooney was meant to be funny. He never used a laugh track, so you had to watch his diatribes with an old person. Whenever they laughed, he had made a joke. Of course, now there are no old people. Black Friday its a lot more fun now than it used to be. There's all the fun of choosing and fighting, but none of the worry that used to come with giving a gift. I used to wonder, will they like it? And how long will that last? Is this keychain something she'll be clutching when she dies? Or will it end up in storage? This year I found an old 8-bit Nintendo gaming system. I gave it to Jarek. Can't say that his face lit up. He doesn't have a face. But something let me know that he really enjoyed smashing it and throwing it in the canal. I don't know if he heard me saying that I had spent hours playing with one when I was small. Or if he had any idea what a gaming system might be. Still, 
It was great to watch. The pair gave me a bread maker, and that really made me wish it would stop raining long enough to start a fire. It didn't stop raining. It rained all day and night. It'll still be raining when I join you next week for more of the world's last podcast.